Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This man joins me now. Chris, what are you listening to? Uh, that is Ballad of a Homeschooled Girl, one of the few um, non-explicit lyric-having songs on Olivia Rodrigo's fantastic 2023 sophomore album, Guts. Olivia Rodrigo turned 21 years old today. Oh, Day for her. Amazing. Um, so uh, the nice thing is, Chris, is I'm not going to have to ask you to speculate why John Morant posted, because I know this is the kind of thing you would have loved to have done, why John Morant posted a broken heart on social media. Uh, Drew has now told me that he, uh, he uh, evidently, an ant died. So I uh, think of Jaw and his family. There we go. It's one of the unfortunate things is that we, these, these unscrutable, inscrutable uh, uh, social media posts um, are, are, do not benefit us all. But anyway, there we go. Um, okay. Uh, a couple things, Chris, I wanted to get to. One is the Athletic has a mock draft up today. And, uh, so does ESPN. So does ESPN. They both put up new mocks today. Okay. Yep. The, the, uh, is there a lot of overlap? I haven't seen the, the ESPN ones. Obviously, this I is have, a very fluid I have, draft. I have, uh-huh. I have only had a chance to glance. I don't, in fact, I don't, I don't remember who the Grizzlies were taking in the ESPN one. But they're interesting in that they both have the exact same top two players now in the same order, which is a change. And then after that, they're kind of wildly different. Um, let me ask. Let, let me get. Let me get Jeffrey to look up the ESPN one while we. Let me get Jeffrey to look up the ESPN one. You got this one. Yep. So, what's the order of the 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 the? Uh, I'm not even going to pronounce them correctly. Uh, but the yep. uh, uh, is it Zachary Risaker? What do we think his? I think it's. I think it's. I think it's Risha Risha Shea. Risha like Shea. It's got a. It's got a Shea sound uh, in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Risha Shea. I thought you took French. Um, Zachary Risha Shea is, and they both have him going number one, and Alex Sar going number two. Is that right, Jeffrey? Correct. That's right. Okay. Who yes. does? And then it changes from there. And then from there, I'll just the the Athletic has Nikola Topic, and then Cody Williams, and then. Uh, Castle, uh, Svon Castle from Connecticut, and then Ron Holland to the Grizzlies. Uh, what does uh, ESPN have, Jeffrey? Three, uh, Rob Dillingham from Kentucky. Yeah, and they don't have, like, the, 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 he's, like, at 13 or something. Um, for, yeah, he's late lottery on the yeah, athletic. Right. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right. Four to Charlotte, uh, Matas Buzelis. Yeah, he, Buzelis? he's, he's like, eight or something on the athletic. Yeah. Five is Cody Williams from Colorado. Yeah. Six is... Uh, Nikola Topic, seven to the Grizzlies. They have the Grizzlies. They have seven. the Grizzlies where they actually are. Right. Yes. Jacoby That's... Walter from uh, Baylor. Okay. So both those 
both drafts, Chris, have wings. Uh, one, Jacoby Walter from Baylor, and one, uh, Ron Holland. Uh, very sort of different experiences. Ron Holland, super young, G League Ignite guy, and um, super athletic. Jacoby Walter, uh, they're both young, uh, at, as a college player at Baylor. Um, I guess my question is, what do you think the odds are that the Grizzlies will, and there's no way to know this, will actually, whether they move up one or down two or move around or whatever else, will end up keeping the player they draft with that lottery pick? Okay, I'm a little confused by your question. So if they move down, does that mean they're keeping it or not keeping it? If they they draft and keep someone in the top 15, it's keeping it, is what I'm saying. They can juggle all they want. I mean, as opposed to using that pick as an asset to get an actual experienced player who can help. Well, it it can be both if if you're talking about moving down. like You could move down from... 7 to 13 and pick up a player. take a player at 13 and get a pick. And, and I think, I don't know whether that kind of opportunity is going to be available to the Grizzlies. Yep. I suspect they would be interested in that kind of opportunity. I mean, the one trade that I have I floated like months ago that I could see, I mean, it takes a lot of things to line up the right way. Right. But like if you can trade down and get Wendell Carter and you're trading from 7 to 15 and you're getting Wendell Carter, like, you know, that's the kind of trade I would be looking at if I'm the Grizzlies. I think there's all kinds of different ways they could go, um, depending on where that pick lands. I, I think I think they are Zach Kleiman is pretty much always very open to trading around the draft. Right. I think this year in particular, I suspect he will be extremely open to trading trading around the draft. I guess my question is part by then. Let me put but. It, the, 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 it, here, they each have... Yeah, if you, if you put a finer point on the question, no, but, you know, more, I, I, a finer I, I, answer. No, yeah. no, I, I like the answer. Different question. Do you think... Would you be disappointed? And would Grizzly... Would you be disappointed? And do you think they would be... In these two mock drafts, they pick a wing. They pick a young, raw wing who probably won't help them much next year, right? Would that be a disappointing yeah, result? The, the, the thing about mock drafts at this stage, uh-huh. until the lottery itself is held... Most of these mock drafts are just basically lining up their player rankings right. with the picks. They're not really thinking that hard about the teams, honestly. Yeah, so, but, but, okay, I agree with all of that. It actually so happens that in this order, we don't know where, they, they could jump up, they could fall down. There's not a lot of bigs. Filipowski's there, but he's usually a little later, and Klingon is usually yeah, later. Here, here, here's the thing. Both of those drafts, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't know how I feel about any of these guys yet. Right. You know, I, I'm familiar with their skill sets and how other people feel about them. I haven't done the work myself, so I don't, I'm not endorsing Kyle Filipowski. But Kyle Filipowski is nine. I think that's, that's one of the rare other areas of unanimity. I think he's nine in both of those drafts. If the lottery were held today, the most likely pick for the Grizzlies is eight. And right. so, like, that's not like, you know, I, right. why, why wouldn't you consider that guy there? You know, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't see that as some, like, oh, right. you got to – you got you got to reach for a big if like he's considered a top nine pick in every draft and you're most likely to pick eight. I just don't, you know. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. Do you think, I guess they're here, let me ask one more. If they sit there and take a wing, would that seem odd to you or disappointing or not? Um, I, it would suggest to me that A, that, that they think that is the best player available and they, and they feel pretty good about that. That's not like a tie. I think the tie goes to a big, maybe. Right. That's not a tie. Like, they think that's the best player available. And they could not find a trade they felt was good value. 
I, I think if they if they if they stay where they are, they're at and take a wing, that tells me that their first option was a trade, but they didn't find a trade worth doing. What are? I mean, because because answering the Stephen Adams replacement question, um, Zach Lyman talked about this pick as if you know it, I, I mean, the decision tree starts here or whatever else. Let's just pretend right. that. This pick is not part of the solution. It probably will be or may well be to get the next big. Um, what are there other ways of getting a big? Well, what will there other avenues this summer be to get a big? Well, it's obviously trade or free agency if it's not the draft. And if it's not a trade involving the draft pick, you know, I, I, you know, the Canard the thing is interesting. I, I, I would have to double check and make sure there's, you know, with the new CBA, but I'm pretty sure you could trade him. You could not not just agree to a trade, but actually conduct conduct a trade before the calendar flips, and the team that would get him would thus be able to decline his option. And so, I still think that has functionality as an expiring contract yeah. for contract matching purposes for a team that may or may not want actually want him on that contract. So, I think that's an interesting trade chip. The Grizzlies still have all of their own first round picks going forward, not just this one; they get all the rest too. So, like you know, you can you can trade draft picks there. Um, I'd have to go back and look a little closer. They have all these different exceptions out right. there, you know, trade exceptions. I, I have not, I'm not brushed up fully on all the different ones and all the different amounts and when they expire and all that. But those are mechanisms to bring a player in. I, I think in terms of pure free agency, they're either looking at the full MLE, like if they, if they let Kennard walk maybe, or they're looking at the taxpayer MLE, which is a lower number. I think you can use those exceptions to find a big man who would be in your rotation, but you're not going to find someone who's like, this is our starting center, quote unquote, who's playing 30 minutes a night for us, you know? Yeah. Um, All right. Interesting. Uh, The uh, mock drafts uh, are cranking up. And Chris is exactly right. What they generally, they're not fitting needs to anything here. Maybe at the very top they might, but like once you got down to eight or nine, they're just ordering these players. Yeah, not, not, yeah. Not, as much, not as much as they will post-lock. Exactly right. So, um, okay. Uh, other news yesterday, Mike Conley got a new deal. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, good for him. Two more years in the league, at least two more years guaranteed money. Um, I think that is a great deal for him if he plays the next two years the way he has played this one. Um, it's a bargain if he does that. There's obviously risk in terms of both decline and in terms of how much he can play. But I think Minnesota, and I think he's been hugely important for that team, they really need a point guard and sort of calm veteran leader that he is, but he is both of those to help sort of keep that team organized. And I think given their tax situation, there was a real question of what are we doing next year? And so they, they, they planted a flag on Mike Conley. Um, I would be interested to see if that leads to other things for them this summer. And if it leads to like Kyle Anderson probably leaving a free agency unless he wants to sign a minimum contract. But that team is now deep, like in the deep tax territory. We're talking about the Grizzlies probably avoiding. So does that put, you know, some other player on the market for them, whether it's Carl Anthony Towns or Jaden McDaniels or Nas Reed? If Nas Reed was on the market, that would be someone I would suspect the Grizzlies might have some interest in. And so we'll see what the ramifications are down the line. But, like, good for Mike Conley and good for the Wolves wrapping up Mike Conley. Uh, who had the better? Zach, Mark, Mike. I'm going to say take Tony out of this. Who's had the best career? Um, Mark overall because, I mean, Mark made first-team All-NBA in three All-Star games. Right. 
Mike Conley has never made an All NBA team and made one All Star game. What's you know, Zach Randolph made a he made a third team All NBA and he made two All Star games. And so, and then Mark won a ring, which you know, and so so it, it, it's Mark. Like when they were all together at the, the Grizzlies, the, the best the Grizzlies ever were. Zach was their best player, but Mark has had the best career. And then Zebo too, and then Mike. But Mike has uh, had a pretty the, damn good career. The, the, the Mike Close. Zach stuff gets debatable given Mike's longevity. Right. Yeah. Where were you on that draft? Um, obviously, that was the draft where the Grizzlies were the worst team in the league, and the uh, Conley draft. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, I was very high on Conley. It has disappeared from the internet, but I wrote stuff. This was like the very, very early days of uh-huh. me writing about basketball. I was, I was, I was a proponent of Mike Conley. It was very similar to the Jaron Jackson Jr. draft, where it was very unpopular, but I had pretty strong feelings pro Conley. No, I did not have pro Conley over Horford, who went third, right. but I had pro Conley over everyone else. Like I was a big, big endorser of Conley with that pick. And there was a thought, and I argued at the time it was sort of a myth that that Conley would not, would have gotten nowhere close to that. But he had a couple of good games in the NCAA tournament, and before that, he was not considered that level of prospect. And I just don't think that was true. Yeah, it wasn't to me. the The, the one that that was the draft where the Grizzlies had had the best lottery odds and got and dropped, and so it was the Greg Oden, Kevin Durant, Al Horford. Uh, draft and then the Grizzlies dropped as far as they could draft, which was the four. And the right. only the only player, like I think people were, I don't think it was deeply controversial and deeply unpopular. It's just some people wanted Noah, right? That was the only was there. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it was just Noah was the only other option. Oh, Corey, Corey Brewer had fans too, but yeah, yeah. Um, it, there wasn't. A, it didn't feel like there was a great option, and uh, but he, he turned out to be obviously a fabulous option. Okay, and then the Brooks, and, and I'm sorry, and then the uh, yeah, Brooklyn makes a coaching change. Um, your thoughts? Your thoughts on what Brooklyn's uh, you know, doing? What is Brooklyn doing? I guess is the yeah, larger. It, it's, hard, it's hard to read on that. I don't know that Jacques Vaughn was the solution. But I don't know that he was a problem either. That's sort of the way it goes with coaching. Like how what, how good's your roster? Most of the time, it's the thing. Um, the Brooklyn thing is interesting because, like, I, I, I still I still love Mikel Bridges. People are really down on Mikel Bridges now. The problem is that he's he's a number three, not a number one. Right. And so, like, you know, it's sort of what it is, sort of a what are you doing? If Mikel Bridges and Nick players, like, those, that's great third and fourth players. It's not great one and two players. And so, I mean, you know, I don't know. All right, Chris, appreciate it. Thanks very much. Thanks. Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian. Um, you get the sense, don't you, Jeffrey, that um, – and we sort of talked around it a little bit. Yeah. But if they ended up – it is in both of these mock drafts, they take a wing. Yeah. And again, they're not looking at Grizzlies' needs when they do this. They're just who's the next best player available. And right now, the best players – in that range, Kyle, Kyle Filipowski is towards the end of that range. Yep. But the best players in that range are wings, right? They're the wings. And I think most people, if the Grizzlies sat there and took either of the players who were in these two mock yeah. drafts, there wouldn't be a revolution because it's just a draft and who the hell knows, right? Whatever. But I think there would be real disappointment among the fan base, don't you? If you t- Given that you've got Vince Williams, given that you've got Gigi Jackson... Right. Given that you've got Marcus Smart, given that you've got Desmond Bain, you know, if you ended up sat there and took a wing, I think people would be disappointed. I think that's right. The question that I have is if they took a big, how would people react? If it's Filipowski, 
for example, I'll tell you exactly how they'd react. Uh, they'd be like, Kyle Filipowski. <laughs> Listen, I think white people have a great deal in this country, right? I think white people have a, have a really good deal in this country. There's a, new, there's a new report out from Decarcerate Memphis about driving while black and how black people are more apt to get pulled over than white people and whatever else. But, so I'll say that. I think white people get a great deal in this country. But if you're a white big, most people think you're a stiff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's also with, like, there's like, also uh, a, and a Duke, and it's a Duke saying, thing. It's like, oh my god, there's just got a soft Christian Leitner. Yeah. Christian Leitner wasn't soft, but like, who's good? Is there a Duke big who was great? I'm probably missing one. I mean, Chris Chris Webber well, I mean, was the, great. The irony is that a lot of people, if you if you could give them Wendell Carter, people would be down with that. That's a Duke big. Yeah, yes. Yeah, for some reason, the white Duke. Big, yeah. you just assume he's going to be like a Plumley, Correct. Right? Whatever. Even though they weren't Duke, right? Like, you just assume he's going to be... Well, some of them were. were they, how many Plumleys were Duke? Were they Carolina? Two. No, I think at least... They were all Duke? I think they were Dukies. They, they were all Dukies? They were all Dukies. Yeah. Yeah, they all assume he's going to be a... They all assume he's just going to be a Steph. And it doesn't mean that he will be a step. Yeah, no, I mean, I, listen, if you could, could give be me, Kelly Olenek, for God's sake, give right? Plumley's careers, I'd, 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 um, take, I'd take that in their bank account. You take it in your bank account, but would you take it as your lottery pick? No, no, because I think that I think to your point is, if you end up making the pick there, it feels like you haven't solved anything, and it doesn't. I, I actually think, think Kyle Filipowski could help solve some things. Yeah, I mean, I he's I would, a big. I, I would he's prefer, actually a decent defender. I prefer he stretches Klingen, the court. Still. He like I actually don't think it's a. I he's not the classic Klingon is more the classic. You know what does Stephen what did Stephen Adams do? We want that. That is that and, looks like and, more Klingon. And to me, that's why I want. And him. so, um, but I mean, to your point, but you I, know, I, I there was a lot of there was a lot of hashtag discourse about Chet Holmgren. And oh, totally. Is there anyone? Now, mind you, I don't think he was dismissed because he was white. I think he was dismissed. Body type. He's, and it looks like he's, it looks like, you know, he, he's breakable. Slender man, yeah. A lot of people. There were a lot of hot takes. Chet Holmgren's going to stink. A lot of them. And I pushed back on them when they happened. Because um, uh, he's, he's just, all he's ever been is great. You know what I mean? All he's ever been is great. So I pushed back on them when they happened. Uh, Kyle Filipowski is not Chet Holmgren, though. I'm not saying no, that. No, I, I, I totally... But he, could, he be a, uh, uh, could he be a rotation big? Yes, I think he could. And a valuable rotation big. It'll be interesting. I guess the larger point is, I don't think they're going to sit there and just make that pick. I really don't. I think, I think the thing, like what, what Chris said, a, a deal for Wendell, like some, I think they're going to use that pick in a deal to get their center. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.